0: Welcome to episode 141 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast.
1: From Bethlehem! Georgia? <laughs> Bethlehem, Israel, I guess, right?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's probably where it is now. Yeah. Okay.
1: You know. I'll take the it. The birthplace of uh, Christmas.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: You know, for white people.
0: Yeah, I Wow. i <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. I'm not going to unpack that. I'm just going to let that go. Scott is not racist. I don't really know what that was about, but we're just not going to unpack it. Now, I didn't even, I didn't, I, it's not even dawning on me that it's this close to Christmas.
1: It, by the time this comes out, it might be just under two weeks before Christmas. God. Yeah. Everybody's out there doing the hustle and bustle and, you know, <laughs> you know. Getting Christmas gifts to go and be in debt by January, so... Uh,
0: I know all about debt. Yeah, I'm good at that.
1: Well, you might as well just throw some Christmas gifts on there, too.
0: Uh, that's stuff we can talk about next episode. All right. So, all right, teaser. Right. Um, but anyways, I am Steve, a.k.a. Kilowoggy, with me as I always. I am Scott Prime. is Scott Prime. You know, I was playing a new game, and I tried to put in Kilowog for a name and
1: like a video game yeah and I just okay. wouldn't
0: take it like well, i don't know I... if it's the key the k i l like kill or kilo for drugs or wog for a racist but i i kind of regret the fact that i'm now killawagi. Killawagi is better than killawog i guess because that's a you know we've had the discussion before where wogs a you know a racist term in england Hmm. And okay, yeah. it's when I say it, it sounds like "kill Awog. and I'm like, "Oh no, no, no!" Well, don't let that get out
1: too much. Like, Although suddenly, your one of your favorite characters will have a name change. <laughs> His real name was Darren, so we're just going to call him Darren from now on.
0: Uh, call him Bolovax. I think he's from Bolovax Seven.
1: Mm, okay, there you go.
0: Can't remember. It's been a while. I actually there was someone who. Uh, side tangent early Um, someone on TikTok their father had gotten like 13,000 comics and didn't know what to do with them so I was like if you have any Green Lanterns I might be interested so sent me a listing of what Green Lanterns they had and a video of them and like the condition and they were you know older 60s stuff that's really cool I'm like I don't have much of that maybe it'd be nice to buy those if I got them for a good price Uh, the appraiser came out and said they're a thousand dollars but we'll take 750 there you go and I'm looking at it going, man I wouldn't pay 200 bucks for these the condition they're in so uh-huh. I had to try to be like, look I'm not trying to undercut you I'm just telling you that your appraiser is not giving you good information because I even checked like sold eBay auctions because uh-huh. I thought maybe I'm been out of the game so long I don't know, but no. Anyways, that's all I had to say about that.
1: I'm sorry you couldn't rip somebody off. I wasn't trying to rip them off.
0: I'd Come him on, a, Steve. I would gladly take a good deal, yes.
1: Okay. But I'm also uh,
0: buying something unseen from someone who knows where.
1: That's fair. It's not like I'm going to so, pay well, top dollar. So I promise we're going to talk about Blood Bowl at some point on the show. But Maybe. Since we're already on tangents and I'm teasing Steve... Have you read any of your pulp shadow books that you bought from Chicago?
0: Not at all. But
1: Hey, that is your goal over the next month. Oh, I will, and and I know you're going to have a little bit of downtime.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've got them so, um, ready to go. So okay, fair,
1: all fair. No, I, right, I am
0: interested to see how they turn out. I'm, I'm sure I like them, but who knows? If not, I'll sell them. All right. Yes, That's... Blood Bowl. Oh.
1: Yeah, have we played what do you any? To talk about? Have we
0: played any Blood Bowl lately?
1: Um, people should have been playing Dungeon Bowl, but like life has happened. And <clears throat> I thought by yeah. now we would have said that we're, you know, sixty-six percent through our Dungeon Bowl season, and we haven't. No, nah, really I mean it's, it's been hard much. with the
0: holidays and stuff, and
1: everything else. Right. So we're. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in a big hurry. Like, right. we'll finish it when we finish it. But, yeah, it's just, it hasn't been rolling at the pace I wanted to. And, surprisingly, I haven't played much board games either lately. The only thing that's been played is some, um, you know, collectible card games like Dragon Ball and huh. some One Piece, One Piece and stuff like that. Just yeah. because I run tournaments down at Wizards. So, so um, uh, speaking
0: of yeah. Dungeon Bowl, I wanted to, you know, how I mentioned, like, the tile mess up. Messed me up mm-hmm. one time, and Drew even mentioned it on Three Die Block when I was listening to him. Shout out to, and I'm going to get this name wrong, so give me a second to even contemplate how I'm going to say it to get it wrong. Um, I'll go with Call Kilpainen, Callie Kilpainen, Let's just call him Darren. Oh, Darren. Uh, wrote in with that name i'm assuming from sweden and um actually he messaged me on or about us on facebook and he's like i've got this really cool 3d printed connector that holds the tiles together and he sent us the stl for 3d printing and drew brought himself a 3d printer so he made some he's gonna bring them up next time So it's like a little L thing that you put the tiles in and it keeps them from moving around.
1: Very neat. Yeah.
0: And I apologize about totally screwing up your name.
1: So we did play some Blood Bowls since our last podcast because we were going to talk about Nuffaleen. Oh, no, we didn't. Actually, we played Nuffaleen back then and we didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's it's been... Wow. Yeah. That's okay. I was admittedly a little bit ready for a blood bowl break. I know there's other people that play this three times a night on their digital device, and oh they, yeah, every weekend and everything but i was I was ready for a little break, but I was ready to play some board games in <laughs> instead of not playing blood bowl, so anyways, yeah. let's oh, talk
0: um we did miss something on our Almanac review
1: other that other people
0: have caught out or caught onto a couple of new star players teased in it
1: yeah but i i'll I'll tell you why that wasn't talked about <laughs> at a later date,
0: right, maybe sometime in january yeah- w-
1: whatever whatever if, I can,
0: dude, if we really wanted to tease these people, like you guys have no clue what we got, and it's not like it's going to blow your mind like, oh my God, they got a new box set, and you know it's gonna come out, no, it's no, not it's... that it's. It's, it's not even anything. It's it's really not like you, I'm not trying to blow it out of proportion. It's just whenever we do talk about it, it'll be very interesting about the whole process.
1: But yeah, I just, I haven't even, just wanted I haven't to tease people. Yet, so. <clears throat> Anyways, I, let's talk about let's go back in time. Let's jump in our time do-do-do, do-do-do, do-do-do. Let's go back to October, right, for Kansas City. And then let's go back to November for some Nufflewing. How about that?
0: Tournaments of Christmas Past.
1: <laughs> hey, see, it's kind of themey. <laughs> and then uh, we can talk about tournaments of Christmas Future, and then we can talk about tournaments of Christmas Present.
0: Yeah, there's not one right now, but
1: that's okay. okay. Th- that segment is done.
0: <laughs> the we 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 did the Dickens out of that. That's a horrible pun. Oh. I reached. Okay, well, we're ended here, and we'll come back with the first segment, which I'm assuming is the U.S. Open. Yay! Okay, first up, uh, Scott's going to regale us about his and Jen's trip to the U.S. Open.
1: Yeah, I realized, like, I should have dug way back into Facebook, because... (laughs) <laughs> that You know, I posted, like, every place we went to two yeah. months ago.
0: Man, that uh, stupid. You went to one game shop, and they had some amazing board games on the shelf. And Oh, those
1: older board yes, games? Yes.
0: And they had a Get Smart game, which I've wanted since I was a kid, but it's stupid expensive. And I even men- messaged that place, and they never got back with me. They're like, oh, we're out of town. We'll get back with you. And I'm like, well, I'll just wait until after... Christmas or whenever when I have money.
1: I mean, we can always just, you know, we don't need much of excuse. I mean, it's not that far away that we could drive up there, I guess, if we wanted to.
0: It's a little far for just a board game. I mean... Although they did have like, depends on the prices. Like, they had some good board games.
1: Yeah. Um, So, Kansas City. Me and Jennifer uh, originally I don't know at what point we knew you weren't coming for sure, but it, either way, it was supposed to be. Ended up being with me, Jennifer, going up early. We left on a Thursday morning because uh, we just wanted to get out of the state and away mm-hmm. from kids and jobs and everything. So, mm-hmm. and just have you know an evening to ourselves, like a date evening, and just us together. Yeah, <clears throat> spend so, some quality time together. that's right. So, we left early Thursday morning. We were going to go up to Kansas City, stay the night in Kansas City, and then the next day, meet Michael Lewis and Gary Brown. And possibly, at this time, you were still like, eh, just by some miracle, I can get off work. You know, I might come, but I doubt it. So, we're holding out hope for hope that you could, you know, get up there. We we leave uh, Thursday morning. We hit like we always do, we went up through Wichita, Kansas. We hit a, a cool place called uh, Hero Havens Toys, Comics, and Collectibles. It had a little bit of everything from my my and your youth, even Jennifer's youth. They had pops action figures, old things. They had a giant GI Joe coloring book. That when we stopped by the second time, I was going to try to see how much it was, and I forgot to even ask them. So, <laughs> not that. I would do anything with it. It's just cool. No, it was cool. It. Yeah. We we spent quite a bit of time there. We had a lot of fun. Uh then we drove on up to Kansas City. We got to Kansas City. We decided to, let's see, was it the next day? I guess it was the next day. Cuz we just actually we got to Kansas City. We um we ate and we got really adventurous. We stayed in the hotel and we watched <laughs> Avengers <laughs> on like sci-fi or whatever channel had it on and just relaxed and did what adults do when they are alone and just relaxed some more and no. it was great. It you was,
0: did what parents do when parents are away from kids.
1: Exactly. Which is nothing
0: um, and then fall asleep watching a crappy movie.
1: Yes. Like I was like, God, we we watched this with all the commercials on and she was like, Yeah, but it was fun. So I was like, Okay, you're right. So we did that, like old people. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, we got up. We had some Kalachi factory. We went to uh, several little stores. One of the ones that stood out was Back in Time Comics and Toys. And this is the one I believe. This one, the the Hero Haven, I was like, this is awesome. Back in Times Comics and Toys, for toy-wise, especially if you go through, like, really hardcore of my youth, yeah, was amazing now they knew what they had, so they were like, If you really want this, you're gonna pay some money for it <clears throat> and there was like no bargaining that I could tell, but yeah. they had they had these old erasers that were like molded into like robots or monsters that when I was a child, the school store sold them. Mm-hmm. And we'd buy them and play with them until we tear them up by accident, and then
0: well, those are the orange uh, ones.
1: They're like or orange, green? blue,
0: and okay, green. Yeah,
1: yes. And then they they also sold them. I remember, like t- at Targets when I was a kid in the party section, they had these same little like creatures that you could buy for like little party favors, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was never the kid that got party favors for people to come over to my party, but I always wanted them. And then occasionally if I had money, I would buy them and play with them until I till I tore them up too, because they were just erasers, but you try to move them and stuff. Yeah. And eventually they would tear up. They had some of those and I almost bought them, but I didn't really want to pay like fifteen dollars for something I would do nothing with. But they had man old those old everything.
0: Those book fairs back in the day were the best times. Like, I found my old Garfield uh, pencil box, and mm-hmm. it's still in good condition. I was just like, I'm curious, you know, on eBay, what it goes for. It's like 15 bucks. They, But I found like four or five other same type, just different stickers. And mm-hmm. then someone had a lot of pencils, because it came up in the search. And then someone had Thundercats pencils from like back in the day. And I'm wow. like, I need to stop looking right now because yeah, I,
1: I want the the, the,
0: yeah <sighs> nostalgia
1: wise you want it all like oh yeah i if you go to my facebook on october 28th you're gonna see like 40 pictures of just stuff i took pictures of like 18 yeah. figures um, micronauts mad balls still in package they wanted like 75 bucks for those but still they just had everything at this place. So that's a... Uh, so this That's is where a weird... you find your old board games. That's yeah. where, like I said, there was Tron figures, Transformers, G.I. Joe. It was incredible.
0: I think they had Black Hole figures too, which is one of the yes. ones I want eventually. Um, so this brings up an interesting question, not Blood Bowl related, but whatever. You can get one toy item of your choice from any line from your childhood, at any price, what would it be? Because I think, like, for me, my go-to answer has always been R5-D4 on a Star Wars back. Like, not Empire, not Return, but the true Star Wars R5-D4. He was my favorite droid growing up. I kept him forever. Um, I think that would be my thing... Second to that would be, like, the LJN um, Junkyard Dog on in package. Now, they're both stupidly crazy, and I'm not going to get them. But what is that? Do you have, like, one thing that you could point to that you'd really want, if you could?
1: Oh, man, I don't...
0: I know there's a lot. That's what I was kind of trying to, you know, figure out, was, like, if there's one thing that
1: really sticks out. <sighs> Not that, not that we're sitting here talking about it, right? But I'm I'm sure I could. There's just so so many cool things that I would want, but
0: and of course, I mean, realistically, <sighs> most of us would go with the flag, like yes, the flag I mean, that's in a box. I,
1: that's the first thing I thought of when you said this mm-hmm. was the the flag. Or even the GI Joe headquarter. It it probably would be some GI Joe item if I was just being like super honest about it. Yeah, because... and I I
0: totally get that because like money wise, but size wise, like, eesh. I I I miss my GI Joe stuff more than I miss anything else.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really <laughs> this is stupid. There was some Madball action figures. They came out late. Yeah. They were like they had little bodies to put the mad balls on there. <laughs> I if I found one of those for like ten to twenty dollars in package, I would probably buy it. Huh. Um those muscle man figures, if I found some of those on card that were oh, not yeah. ridiculously expensive, I might stupidly buy those and just keep them on card, but I I don't I don't
0: Okay. i was just curious.
1: Know. There's just so many little things that really being at this store, what I realized is is I had a lot more... Growing up, if you told me, like, what toys did you have? And I'd say, well, I had Star Wars until I had G.I. Joe. And then I went to this store and I realized, like, I had a lot of toys. I was pretty spoiled, I guess. Yeah. Way more than I thought. You, and, you never um,
0: think about it until you start looking back.
1: Yeah, I had quite a few, like, Micronauts that I didn't realize I had that were really awesome. And I was like, oh, I had this. And then I thought I had... More actual Transformers, but I had a crap ton of GoBots too. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Well, they were oh cheaper, well. and that's what you know your relatives would get you when they're like, "That's oh, he likes robots." Well, we'll get him this cheap one. He, he won't
1: know the difference. <laughs> right, 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 right. Anyways, um, if you're looking for an old toy, back in time comics and toys, it was w- actually in Liberty, Missouri. It was. Like northeast of Kansas City It took us a drive to get up there But we had a a good time And we wanted to spend a lot of money But we ended up just buying a few comics Here and there And uh, then we went down And we met Gary at the um, At the uh, Airbnb And it was on our way to Back in Time Comics That I was like, I haven't heard from Michael And it's like, you know Noon and so I messaged like I called him, and he answered the phone, and he gave us the bad news that too much stuff was going on at home, yeah, like I guess some kids didn't do a project that they were supposed to do, and this and that, and this and that, and he's like, "Yeah, I decided this morning I'm better off being dad and at home and getting everybody caught up on stuff, and I was like, "Okay, I totally get it and uh, he refused to. Not pay me <laughs> like Michael Lewis would. <laughs> he, he's like, I was like, well, you don't have to pay me. And he said, no, I'm gonna pay you. And I said, okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one last time, you do not have to pay me. Yep. He goes, I, I just need your PayPal, and I was like, okay. So I tried, but I appreciate that. That allowed me to splurge <laughs> elsewhere, of course. Um We we met Gary. I really I know we went and ate somewhere, but I. Don't remember. Oh, I do remember. We ate at um, I think it's called Oklahoma Joe's or St. Louis Joe's or some no, type of barbecue yeah. place.
0: Should be it was it was Oklahoma Joe's, but I think they have
1: a St. Louis Joe's now. We did not eat at the original. Gary felt like the original tastes better than this like other one, this more commercial mm-hmm. one. The food was good. It was just pricey. I mean, yeah. like, I'm not complaining about what I had i would complain I, more about the price than the food i got i think
0: that? michael lewis and i went there on a trip to kansas <laughs> at one time or i can't remember who i think there was three of us but anyways it was not that great i mean it was fine but it was expensive for what you got which is typical sure. barbecue which you always want yes. great barbecue and it's just not great
1: well i think we're spoiled that we have butcher's barbecue here no doubt Ever since having that, like no barbecue places lived up. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, down here in Wellston in Oklahoma. You're so, not wrong. Uh, it, <clears throat> we went back to the house. We just kind of hung out. We never really played any board games. And, you know, we talked about, you know, <laughs> Blood Bowl as we're getting nervous and like, I wonder how many teams are going to have a griff and this and that. So we just hung out, did our thing that night. Oh, we went to the store and got some snacks because. I ended up buying like some Halloween cereal for Nuffleween in Kansas. Oh yeah, <laughs> and transported it down. If I cough all night today, that's because I'm feeling under the weather. So I hope I'm not getting super sick. So
0: well, they're used to bad. you coughing.
1: <laughs> well, yeah,
0: it has gotten better than it used to. I don't have to really cut them out anymore.
1: Well, I've been muting it today, so if you haven't <laughs> seen, heard too many, it's because I keep muting. Well, the mute works. Yeah. Uh, so we got some rest. We got up the next morning. We hit, um, our favorite place in the world. Kolachi factory. Me, Gary, and favorite place. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. If we have the outlet, we're going to eat there. So we ate there. We went to the, uh, hotel that it was hosted in. Uh, we parked, we got there. It's, <clears throat> it's hard to, it's just huge, it's just this huge, huge, huge play area because I've never been to a Warhammer event before, yeah, and you look one direction and it's tables as far as the eye can see, and you look another direction and it's tables as far as the eye can see, and you have blood bowl players that have their like tiny little box of miniatures, and then you have other guys wheeling in like crates and stuff of their armies um. We all kind of got started. I guess that there was events on Friday because we obviously we, there was a sevens tournament. We did not go to that. It was just like a meet and greet. Um, I think either Bradwell's won it or got first or second or third. So he did really well. And he goes, of course, there was no awards for something I did really <laughs> well. In. And, and, and I don't even know if it counted towards the NAF or anything. So. Oh, I'm sure
0: it will. But yeah, that does suck.
1: Uh, he, he he just laughed about that. Like, I did really good. I said he might have got first. I cannot remember. But uh, there's about half the crowd. I, have you know, I knew who they were. And the other half, I was like, I've seen some of these guys. And then there was a few people that I, I know I'd never seen before. Um, I believe we started the event with, I want to say, 32, 34, 36. I cannot remember. Um, you know, this is only, you know, two months later. Yeah, only. I think we had 40 people pay and only 38 36 show up for day 1 or something okay. like that. <clears throat> uh GW gave us a field as pe- some people saw they were like some they looked just like the ones that you know you would buy the cardboard of just print it off on some material.
0: They um, are they are nice because they were quote unquote free and I appreciate GW's effort, but man, when you've sent me that first photo, I thought it was a joke, because I saw the picture as a preview, like, you know, this is what it's supposed to look like. I'm like, okay, cool. They just had the pitch, and then the sidelines, and then they put it on a background, and just to show off the pitch and the sidelines, obviously, it'll be three separate pieces. No, no, no.
1: No, It's all one giant thing. Which is yeah. weird. Yeah, it was one big giant like square thing. So it, it was awkward. There was a N- Norse pitch. There was a lizardman pitch. There was a Necro pitch. And a halfling. And there was the Halfling pitch. Which,
0: again, uh, if people don't realize, they made maybe 60 of these, if I remember correctly. Um, so when there they, is a max. What did they cut off? 60. 64. Uh, maybe. So, at most, there are 16 of each one of these pitches in existence. So, yes, this. I, I is, believe that is correct. Uh, just to hype it up, you know, these are the least produced Blood Bowl GW official items ever released, to my knowledge. Like, there's other things that have, you know, leaked out, or, you know, Resurrection Gutter Runner they put out to tournaments or stuff, but. I don't know. There's only 16 of each one. That's, it's cool.
1: I I don't know that anyone cares, but it's cool. Yeah. So we we used them to play on, um, me, Jen and Gary got a different field. You know, we did some trading and stuff to make sure we got different fields. And then when he opened it up to buy extras, um, that's where, you know, I emailed the friends and saying like, if anybody wants one, you better let me know now. And Mm -hmm. Drew bought a few extra, And uh, we ended up buying one extra, so we'd have all four between the three of us. So, uh, round one started, uh, we had odd men out. We had odd people, I should say. And at this point, this is where, (laughs) this is the difference between Blood Bowl, ran by the community, and Blood Bowl ran by GW. Um, I guess it's custom in Warhammer events that if you get the buy, you're kind of happy. It's a free win and you have some time off to go do some other things. And it means the same as if you played somebody. Whereas in Blood Bowl, you know, we have so many other goofy awards like most casualties. We have, you know, uh, most touchdowns, stuff like that. Yeah. So with heavy encouragement, um we talked Jim into playing i realize now maybe that was an error in our part because jim was also getting paid by gw and he didn't want to look like he was getting to goof off yeah he wanted he wanted to look like he was working and you know at their disposal if they needed him to go move a table or do anything he wanted to be around for that but that um, makes sense um you know at, he was only going to play round 1 and drop uh I would probably say that I was part of the committee of kind of bullying him to play until somebody dropped <laughs> because, you know, they decided that they were giving out four trophies and it was going to be first, second, uh, most casualties, and um, most touchdowns. Yeah. Because we had four trophies to, and, you know, Jim got to decide where they and went. And
0: I, I feel kind of bad because <clears throat> I, I did plan on being the odd man out. I just I wasn't able to make it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that happens. Um, so after two rounds, well, I should first say, I should go over my matchups round round one. I played a gentleman. I cannot remember his name. He goes by uh chubby fat kid. Uh, he had a Norse team. I believe is that his he his
0: NAF the... name or is that just what he goes by?
1: No, that's his NAF. Hey, name. chubby, chubby fat, kid. fat kid. Get over here. <laughs> I'm sure he goes by it too, but I don't, you know, don't don't we know. All. He, he was not. At least to me, I don't remember him being a chubby, fat guy at all, but he was tall, but not fat. Okay. But, anyways, um, he had Norse team. He had what's the star player troll that is like pointing at you? Uh,
0: skulls. Up, 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 up?
1: Yeah, that's that good guy. Mm-hmm. You, you know your stuff well. Anyways, he had Dude. that star player. Um. I don't, I honestly don't remember many details of this game. I'm sorry, folks. I ended up, I, I took Old World Alliance. I had Deep Root on my team. Did we even talk about my rosters in the past? Should I go over that? Really I don't quick? know. It's been months. It really has been months, man.
0: Yeah, we're, we'll get on a better schedule in the future, guys. We promise. But man, it has been. No, I think we, ha-
1: we had to talk about Dungeon Bowl last month. It was yeah. very topical. Skorg uh, he... <clears throat>
0: Snowpelt.
1: Okay, there he goes. Um, I took Deep Root as my star player. I took a... This is Old World Alliance. I tried to mitigate this many... you know, Not have many loners on my team because I didn't want them to eat up my rerolls. I had one thrower with a block and leader. I had a blitzer with tackle. I had a catcher with sneaky get dirty player. I then had five linemen. One of them had a... One had wrestle, one had block. I had an Old World Troll Slayer... With naked just like he came i had an old old world blitzer with guard and then i had another tree man with pro so that was my team two re-rolls here we go M- more old world alliance so i could finish off and play every <laughs> team that's that's currently out there um i don't remember much about this game obviously i must have started getting some casualties at one point at some point to win two nothing um so there you go. I, I believe Deep Root, right from the get go in this game, started smashing some faces pretty hard, and then the rest is history. That always helps. Two nothing, you know. I don't remember scoring on the last play, so this might not be one of those two nothing close games, or it could be. I, I can't remember. Two nothing. I won. I beat Norse. So I was happy. Uh, second game, I played uh, Brad, uh, Brad Wells. From Houston, uh, Shambling, Undead, and Old World Alliance. Um, This is a game I just went back and forth. We were really, really close to time. I scored. We did not finish all our turns. Matter of fact, I think we only got to like turn six of the second half, but I ended up winning one to nothing as time got called. Uh, We took a lunch break. We... (laughs) Trying to remember if we did anything for I think lunch.
0: you just got a, a hamburger from there or something.
1: Or we a did. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Wow. You're making me remember stuff. And you <laughs> weren't there. We did. We went to the bar there. And we ordered a hamburger. We all got the same thing. We got some pub burger, ha- hamburger thing with cheese, fries, drink. Gobbled it down. It was. It wasn't too bad. And, I mean, it was like. I want to say it was like $15, $18. But the, they did have at this place... So at the event, they had like box lunches, like wraps, chips, and a cookie. And I think those were 12 or $15. And while it's high, it was still cool that they had like stuff like that there. They served drinks. They had snacks you could buy. Um, that was all put on by the hotel. But what was funny is, is you could buy a Coke up there and it was insanely expensive or you could just take a walk and go down to the front desk at that hotel and buy a coke for like two dollars so it just depended how lazy you were (laughs) um after that um during this time jennifer's first two games she was not having fun um she (laughs) diced herself and I think played maybe a newer player. So she wasn't getting the experience of like getting all her turns in or something like that. She was just getting frustrated. And when she self-admitted, you know, when you don't play a lot of blood bowl going into a blood bowl tournament, you're probably not going to have that much fun. So, um, you know, she was coming along just to come along anyways. And she at the time wanted to play blood bowl. But um, after a couple of games, she's like, you know what? I might go ahead and drop because then Jim can drop and not feel guilty. And, um, you know, I can do other things. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, heck yeah, I can go, you know, watch the OU game. I can, I'll be fine. (laughs) And I said, okay. So she went and told Jim, like, if you have another odd man problem going forward, I'll be the odd man out. But for right now, I'm, I'm out until you have an odd man problem. And he said, okay, you know, and, so, he, I think he felt a little relaxed because he could just run the tournament and be a worker. And, um, Jen was more than fine with this. That's good. <laughs> matter of fact, I even checked on her between rounds and she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm great <laughs> now. I'm not playing Blood Bowl. I'm like, Okay.
0: She loves it uh, so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, round three. Um, so my biggest fear at this tournament was to, you know, who's going to run into Griff, Morg, or whoever, right? Yeah. And there was two griffs that I know of at the tournament, and I ran into Gary, who had one of the griffs. <laughs> we played round three. If you've... I'm sure I talked about in the past. Me and Gary play-tested so much. <laughs> uh, I say so much. Oh, oh, four or five games, three, four, five, Which is I, a lot to remember. us. It's a lot for us. We play-tested... And every time, like, either the best like Gary could do is pull off a tie because I would either do something ridiculous to tackle him or I would pull off something ridiculous and, you know, score. And so it was, like, frustrating. And I knew going into this game, and he's going to listen to this and probably kill me, <laughs> in one of the playtest games, he left Griff in distance of Deep Root. And I took a chance and went after him with Deep Root and did the go for it. And I crushed his Griff and hurt him. And I thought that might come into play in this game. Him being just a little bit, not standoffish, but like protecting Griff. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, on this human team, Griff is the linchpin of everything. So I purposely tried to like have that in the back of his head like Please don't get close with Griff. Please don't go in there and jump in a cage because you could get hurt. <laughs> you know, um, a really, really, really tight game. I in the second half end up scoring and I win another game one to nothing. Uh, but tight matchup, uh, fr- frustrating probably from Gary's point of view because you know he we play tested he knew what was coming and things just happened to work out. Even when like I would have that bad turn and he could jump on me he would follow it up with a bad turn you know and, and so that, i get that i've had those plenty of times Of like oh this is the break i needed oh i just shit the bed yeah <laughs> you yeah. know so so i won so i'm i'm three no at this point pretty happy with the result i was like you know if i could i really wanted to get four wins because i felt like with having deep root uh, with my own ability, I thought it was actually fair to say that I could go four and two at this tournament. Um, so I was, I was pretty happy, you know, I'm three and oh, surely I can win one more game over the next three. Um, round four, I got to play Rory, uh, Donovan from, was it Utah area? I believe so. Or Washington. He came <coughs> down for Oklahoma
0: area. one time. I should yeah. know, but I don't.
1: Yeah. Um, he's a good coach and he had corn and i tell you what, he had a quarantine that was like this orange and brown colors. They were beautiful painted. They were just, they were beautiful painted models. I assume he painted them himself. Um, I don't really remember a ton of details in this game. I I, I do know the whole first half he kicked the other living crap out of me. <laughs> And just everything he did was right, and everything I did was wrong, and he just kicked the crap out of me. And I believe... No, it wasn't this game. It was, I believe, the next game. I I could be wrong on this. It's either this game or my fifth game where I learned that Pro (laughs) was three and up. Mm -hmm. Not four and up like it used to be.
0: No, it's actually much better now. I mean, it's only one die, but...
1: So, I, I don't rem- I really think I learned this in the fifth game, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But, anyways, I get every time Jim came by, my dice would go and just, <laughs> you know, I'd roll one, reroll one, stuff like that, double skulls. And Jim, it's, it's like, I'm going to stop coming by here because every time I do, Scott does ter- something terrible. And Rory said at one point, he goes, man, I'm starting to feel bad for you and and I said well I said you shouldn't feel bad for me and he goes well I do this thing where I start feeling bad for people and then I let up and I said Roy I said don't let up on me I said I might be mad as hell but I'm gonna keep fighting. Yeah of course. <laughs> and I said and if you let up I might have a chance to come back and tie you. And he goes okay I just feel bad and I was <laughs> like well I said I would not let up on you if I if I could so don't let up on me just keep kicking me in the face, mm-hmm. you know, and we laughed and giggled about that Two nothing at halftime. Well, the second half, I grind, start hurting some people, grind, grinds, finally score. Um, he gets the ball back. Some, I, I, all I know is at some point, cause he had, what's the fast scaven with two heads. Um, Skitter? I'm, no. No, not that one. But I am like an old man who doesn't know my star hack players. Hackflam? No, the other one. I don't know.
0: It's a Skaven star
1: player. How often do I take Skaven star players? Oh, gosh. Everybody at home is like yelling at us that like you played this game for uh, 30 years and you don't know who it is. Hackflam. I said Hackflam. Ha- Did you say Hackflam? Yes. I'm oh, sorry. You said Skitter.
0: And then I said Hackflam.
1: Okay, I didn't hear you. Okay. Anyways, well, at s- some right. point, Hackflam, I think, dodges and rolls a one, reroll one, and I get him off the field because he gets casualties himself, which is amazing. And, it, and just like that spot I needed. Um, the long and short of it is, I had Rory down to, I think, four or five players And then I had like two turns to pick up the ball and either hand off or pick up the ball and run in. And I kept dropping the ball. I couldn't pick it up. Jeez. Until turn eight, which I finally picked up the ball, finally handed it off, finally caught the ball. And then I think I even, I'm not sure. I might have had to do a go for it. I might not have. But it was really dramatic since I had zero rerolls at that point. And I tied the game. I was very happy. It felt like a win, even though it was a tie. And um, I'm sure it was frustrated on Rory's end because at one point I, I don't know if he was joking or not. And I don't think he was, because he has a different sense of humor. But I was like, man, I was kind of hoping to give you a game. And he this is during the first half. And he goes, Oh, I, I thought I would beat you pretty good, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like Okay, I don't know how to take that, you know. But anyways, I came back, tied it up. So day one, I was I had three wins and one tie, which was pretty pretty darn happy about that. So, yeah. Um, that night, we went back home. Um, during the day, though, I between rounds, I would walk around, and I tried to do my best to take pictures of, like, the Warhammer Fantasy stuff that was going on, or Age of Sigmar is what it's called now, and then some 40K stuff. And good Lord, those guys... Not only do they have, like, thousands of dollars worth of models, some of those painters are just, just unreal.
0: Yeah. No, it's
1: crazy. It's just unreal. Um, it was it was really cool, though, because, you know, there's not a big female contingent in Blood Bowl, and same thing with those other games. But there was some ladies there that were every bit of my age or older. <laughs> playing Age of Sigmar, playing, you know, 40k. And I just thought that was awesome. You know, not only did you see some young people playing it, but some older people and some older females, which I just thought was really cool. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, we don't see a whole lot of 40k players around here, at least not at Wizards. Um, And they typically do tend to be, I mean, again, very limited selection, just annoying old white guys. Yeah. Or college kids. Annoying college kids, yeah. That's true.
1: Uh, Let's see. We drove home. We went ahead and we stopped at Hawaiian Brothers and got some food. Gary's never ate there, so we ate there. Uh, We enjoyed our food. We went back to the hotel or Airbnb. Uh, We went to bed because we were tired. Um, Four games of Blood Bowl are starting to get more and more tiring as the older I get. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see, the next morning we got up, we we ate at some other place, maybe called The Watch? The Night Watch? Oh, The
0: Watch is good. First Watch.
1: First Watch. Yeah. Um, I was not impressed with that place. Really?
0: Yeah, Michael and I went to that place. Didn't find out it was a chain until much later. We thought it was a local place.
1: It could have been what I got. and What'd you get? You know, it's... Uh, I got Eggs Benedict. Oh, okay. I mean, I just don't know. It was like, you know, everything was like, oh, this is ho- this is fresh, blah, blah, blah. This is hand-grown, blah, blah, blah.
0: No, it's a hipster place, for sure. But we got no. the chocolate chip cookie, uh, chocolate chip pancake, and it was amazing.
1: Well, I really think it was what I ordered, because Jim and Gary got like some lemon cheesecake pancake thing or something mm-hmm. their food was pretty good so that's good I, I i didn't hate it but if you give me that in Kolachi factory my fat ass is going to Kolachi factory because i know what i'm getting and i know i really like it so yeah um but i if you said you love that place that i can't really fault you for that our service to- was not so great either so maybe that didn't help
0: that never helps though, for sure
1: I think the kid was just like overwhelmed with the few tables he had. Yeah. I don't really think they were that busy. It was just, I, I think he was getting used to working. We <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> get to the uh, hotel to play our next couple games of Blood Bowl. I play against, oh gosh, she's going to kill me. I played against Nancy, Pox and Ladder, Pox and Ladder,
0: Pox Ladder.
1: Pox Ladder. That's it. Um, they they were from um, I want to say the, Jersey? Uh, huh, Jersey? No, I want to say the West Virginia area.
0: West Virginia? Virginia? Okay, that's right. Wherever,
1: like Nate Beams' area. Yeah, if I remember correctly, in that in that kind of ballpark, they were at Chaos Cup because I recognized them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she had a human team. No, that's not fair. She had a Norse team. And uh, she says she normally plays. I think with that guy that they call Griff Light, whatever his name is, the guy I, with guard I, and block. I don't know. I know you don't. I'm looking it up. Hold on. We're, we're the worst Blood Bowl people ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We we're are still we're listening. It's only because you love us. You can't be because the the content. It's is not so... for quality. <laughs> uh, I think she said she they she often plays with Ivar Ericsson.
0: Oh, the, the new Norse guy. I got gotcha. you. The
1: block, raiding party guy. Yeah. Um, I'll be taking him Griff. to World Cup, I think. Yeah, she had Griff. So I got to play the other Griff at the tournament. Now, I'm not sure at this point if there was only two Griff's or not, but I at least ran into two Griff's. Um, I do remember details of this game, because this game still kind of haunts me <laughs> on, a, on a few things. He um, had to play a girl. No, it wasn't that. And that girl was a good player. So uh,
0: She's a woman, sir.
1: I'm sorry. That woman <laughs> was a good player, too. You can tell she plays with Norris, and she was used to them. Yeah. Um, the game was fairly... I don't want to say back and forth. I wanted the ball first, so I could just start punching some dudes down. Yeah, of course. She won the kickoff roll, and she was very happy. Um, sh- I cornered Gr- I, I just remember this. At one point, I kind of cornered her and I was thinking, like, Griff is going to have to do just a lot of dodges, which is very possible. Yeah. Because he has his own built-in reroll. He has dodge, but, like, I had him kind of crumpled up on the sidelines, and I thought that was the only direction she was going to go, and instead she cuts the field and goes crossways, and um I felt like I mean, you can't say you leave Griff wide open because he's still Griff. He has four strength. He's a block dodger. And so she, she moved him out and there wasn't a full cage around him at all. So therefore I had bodies to get to him because once she was done moving, I was like, okay, here's my chance. I can, get, I can go try to tackle Griff. All I got to do is I have my tackle piece. All I have to do is, you know, I have a you know, 33% chance of knocking him down. Um, I, if I remember correctly, I rolled, uh, both down and push, re-rolled it, both down push, um, which was very frustrating. So eventually she scored. It was one to nothing. I had several opportunities to hit Griff in this entire game, and I believe the results were always both down push. Every single time. And I mean, I had at least eight times that I could hit Griff and just kind of knock him down. Uh, The second half, though, went way better for me. I started just caging and crawling really slow. Started peeling people off the pitch. And Nancy (laughs) did something I was not planning on her to do. I mean, it was the right move. She was down to not many people. And... She she said, well, this is probably stupid, but it's now or never. Otherwise, you're just going to keep crushing me and we're going to tie one to one. Yeah. She leaps Griffin into the cage. She makes all her rolls. And I mean, she wasn't making them on like threes and needs a reroll to do this. It was like six, five, six, <laughs> you know, double pals, <laughs> all these things. She leaps Griff right in. She knocks the ball carrier down. The ball squirts out. Griff goes out, picks up the ball, does his dodge. Again, like I said, I get more hits on Griff. Can't ever hit him. Um, Getting in front of him, though, because, like, I'll get another shot at Griff. Had another shot at Griff. Couldn't do nothing about it. Griff, you know, scampers away. And... (laughs) some people are going to say this, maybe it was a mistake and I don't necessarily think it was. Um, but if I guess I would have tied the game, she might've thought it was a mistake too. <laughs> she decided to go for it in extra space. And if she did the best I could do is put a tackle zone on Griff. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't hit him. Nothing. Um, she rolls a one. Sure. Feet rolls a one. <clears throat> Still not a bad move because I can't get to the ball the best I can do is if the ball bounces backwards is the only way I can pick up the ball. And it's like turn seven. Um, the ball bounces backwards. So I have a guy that goes down the field, goes for it twice, rushes twice, picks up the ball. I throw the long bomb. Dancy has one character in the way. Of course, she rolls a six. Hmm. So annoying. It's the most frustrating thing. I mean, even she will tell you she rolled really good when she needed to. Yeah, um, I've, I'm pretty sure she didn't. I could be wrong on this. I think she had all her rerolls the <laughs> the, the second half, but I could be wrong on that. Um, so deflected it. That's okay. I'm still gonna have another chance. Well. My thrower is a moron, and he can't pick (laughs) up the ball. I I roll one, re-roll one. Long story short, I lose the game one to nothing. I had a bunch of casualties. That's just what happens. So play testing against Griff, I'm like 50-50 now in real life. Um, But, you know, to her credit, she was right on, I think she was right on the move of busting Griff in the cage and just going for it because she, I really was like just going to, you know, crowd up even more and make it even harder for griff look it and so
0: to me it always we've mentioned this before you know you get to a point where do you want to win or are you just playing for a tie right i don't play for a tie <clears throat> if it's if it's the if i'm on the last table if it's you know whatever maybe i'll play for a tie because i don't want to get another loss but for that well And again, at that tournament, maybe a tie would be beneficial more than a loss because there's so many games and so few people.
1: Right. I mean, but yeah, I I just always go for, I think, I think she knew that even if she fails, it, it's still going to be a tie because I'm not going to score on turn six and give her two turns with Griff. She knows this. Um, She was just more aggressive with Griff than my play testing with maybe Gary went so I was just hoping that she wouldn't get aggressive with him, and she did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it it worked out for her. So, I mean, Griff looked like a million bucks in this game because he just did everything. He wouldn't go down, even though I had... I really do think I had eight shots on Griff, and I could not knock him down. And it was so infuriating because if you would have told me I got eight shots on Griff, surely at some point I would have knocked him down. Yeah. But I I didn't never did. So it never came up. Um one nothing I th- think I I do not know her record at this point. I think she's four wins and a tie at this point, but I really don't know what her record is. Um So we go into the last round. Uh, there's one guy I did not want to play. And um I could get this wrong so I'm very sorry. Um Let me see what his name is so I can get the correct NAF name here on this before I butcher anything else here. I played a guy whose uh, NAF name was Charlie Sparrow. I believe he is a (laughs) French guy that lives here in America. I think he's from France or something like that. Most French people are. Maybe he's from Washington or somewhere he came down with somebody else or he came down with the french guy i i don't remember these two guys traveled from you know together and they were from i guess their roots are from a foreign country okay i did not want to play him because i heard about the guy <laughs> who knows how to plays very european like and he knows the the formula for a one turn touchdown
0: is he really good on fumble too
1: Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I should look up Charlie Sparrow and see if he's over on fumble. I was going to say, that would be a
0: rematch from your last time.
1: So, I play him. Let's see. I'm trying to remember how this went. He gets the ball. He scores right off the bat. I mean, boom. It's... it's, uh, No, I'm sorry. That's not true. I get the ball. I get the ball and... The first half was the weirdest half of Blood Bowl I've ever played, ever, maybe. Okay. He was very, very methodical about his placement, where he would be, how many people he'd let me get hits on him. He had a Skaven team that I think had 14 players on it, because he wanted, even if I casualtied a bunch, he wanted to have players. <clears throat> he had a Rat Ogre. He had his gutter runners. I can't remember the skills and stuff that he had. But he had he had a hefty bench for sure and I think three rerolls. So I knew I was just gonna have to do my best to grind this out. otherwise he's gonna score on me and you know I can't place I can't uh, you know outrun him with Skaven. So I grind it, I grind it, I grind it in the first half. He acts like he's going to like at some point come at me because I think he wants me to spread out my troops. Or, you know, go crazy on trying to kill him and killing his gutter runners or, you know, his Skaven. So he only gives me one target per turn to kind of just pull me out. And he does it on where the tree men are, where the tree men would have to go for it or rush to hit the player. And I must admit, I, I thought if I could get his numbers down. I mean, it kind of worked because I would only move two squares up and I would make sure that hole is patched up in case the tree man fell but I would take the chance and hit him and luckily I, I had fine dice this this whole game pretty much and so I, I get to crush the scaven and didn't get the results I really wanted I, I think I got a lot of KOs which is still people off the pitch Um, I scored at, at one point he just slightly moves his players over kind of like the ole of go ahead and score mm-hmm. but he acted like he was. He didn't put him too far down the field because he didn't want me to think like, oh, he's just giving me the lay defense and letting me score. Yeah. I just sat there. And at one point, he was like, he like moved one guy where I could just barely hit him if I wanted to, and he goes, "All right, uh, pass the turn," and I was like, "Pass." <laughs> and he goes, "You can see it go off in his head like, ah, <sighs> oh, crap." We had like, I think three turns each of just passing. Those are because such fun times because you know you're just messing with each other, right? Because he doesn't want to take a chance of getting his secret to his success. Because what he wants to do is being to kick off the ball, he scores the last play of the second half, and then <laughs> and then he goes. You know, he hits the ball back and he wins. You know, two to one or whatever. But I score on my last play of the game or last play of the half after a several turns of passing. He sets up. Um, I got to admit, I'm talking to Drew and Tim Lyons. I'm like, guys, I can't remember what's the proper way to set up so you don't get scored on with a one-turn touchdown because it's coming. It's coming <laughs> as soon as this kickoff's over. And they were telling me stuff, and I was like, oh, okay. Then I, I had where I was going to place people was exactly what I, what they were telling me. So I was like, actually proud of myself. I was like, wow. The problem was is the <laughs> – I, the when, Once I set up, you know, like he was like, oh, that's very good. And he's like, I got one chance at this. Well, the ball didn't go where he wanted to, but the clock went back a turn, which was super frustrating. Yeah. So then he makes this like pocket of players and he brings this Skaven up. And it's going to be very difficult for me to stop him, period. It was just going to be like a matter of just getting some bodies and tackle zones all around there. But the key was to hit this one guy. And even if I just got a pushback, I would be fine to bring in all the other players and kind of clump it up. And let's just see what happens with the dice. Except I rolled a one, re-roll one on that one <laughs> that, that blitz hit. And um, that was frustrating. And it should have been pretty much a walk-in score, except he had to do some go for some rushes. He rolled a one, re-roll one. So I got away with being up one to nothing at halftime. And I thought to myself, well, at the very least, I can tie this game as long as I don't shit the bed. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he does, he does a one-score touchdown. Uh, I'm sorry, he does not do a one-turn touchdown. I set up the same way. That was frustrating him. He, <clears throat> he scores in two plays. So I only had one play. I, I still have seven plays to grind for the rest of the game. Well, so I I wish I could show you this guy's setups. I took some pictures, and I didn't post them or nothing, but I took pictures because I just, some of the weirdest setups I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. Uh, But were they effective? Yes. (laughs) That's the thing. Um, I got the ball back. We played the same game, except this time he knows he's going to have to come after the ball. Because, that you know, it's one to one. And if I score in the last play, then I win the game and he has to stop me at some point. But he's very, very, very careful on this. This time, I do not take these chances of doing the extra rush just to crush one of his guys. I just let it be that, like, at some point he's going to have to crowd me and he can't get every Skaven through. And then I'm going to get to hit back <laughs> and I'm not going to take those extra chances of a cage breaking down. And I just keep clumping my guys together. I, I will go out there and instead of hitting with the tree man that you know <laughs> might have loner, I just go ahead and hit with like you know alignment with block or something like that. So I have the reroll in my back pocket if I need it. Yeah. And I was super proud of myself as a player because I was frustrating him. And I would do something and I go pass, and he would look at the board and stare for a long, long time, and he go, "Oh, you." You are a very good player. You're you're good. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel so good. So if Charlie Sparrow's hearing this, you really made my day because it was just like a, you know, a real chess match, so to speak. And um eventually he had to start crowding me and giving me shots and trying to, you know, maybe try to go after the ball and it came down to like on the last turn I had a re-roll and I all I had to do was really blitz off one guy and then I could just go in and score. And he even saw it happen, you know, and I won the game two to one. Good. It was one of the weirdest games I've ever played in my life. And I was, I was really, really happy to win. And more than anything, I had some guy that I think is probably a way better player than me telling me like, Oh, you, you, you very good. You're very good. My friend. (laughs) (laughs) And that made me feel so good. So, um, he ended up, uh, so how the awards trickled out. I, after it was all over, I went over there and I was happy to get my four wins. So I was like, I met my goal four wins, a tie, and a loss. It's pretty good with Old World Alliance. Um, Went over there. I gave my thing to Jim and I said, I think we're going to head out because, you know, Gary was going to leave because he had a separate drive back. Me and Jen were going to go back to the Air and that night and go out that morning. Yeah. But but the awards ceremony wasn't for another like two hours because how they did this thing is they do all the awards at once and they really set up shop like a, a giant presentation and they go through Friday awards and Saturday <laughs> awards and the overall awards and like there's some award thing that they do with their campaign. I guess it affects their campaign like Evil won So in the storyline, Evil's going to have a this yeah. is going to happen in the fluff for the war. Yeah. The narrative story. events.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Narrative events. Thank you. <clears throat> so I, mean, I told Jim, Jim, I was like, I think we're going to, what's that?
0: I said, that sounds boring as hell. If you're not part of it,
1: you know, well, I told Jim, I said, I think we're going to head out. And I was like, I said, unless you just really need us to stick around, because I know you're trying to, we want blood bowl to seem impressive. Cause You know, we're here. And I said, technically, me and Jen don't have to go back. And he goes, Well, if you want your award now, you can take it. Just let me know. And I said, What do you mean, award? (laughs) He goes, You got second. I was like, What? Yeah.
0: So six rounds, only 30 some people.
1: You don't have to win every game. Well, and Nancy ended up winning her last game. I think she went five wins and a tie somewhere, I think. But I, again, well, hold on. I, I let me just see if I can find her little stats here. Well, I probably can't, but I'll, I'll find it here in a second. But I was just shocked that I got second. I She played a guy who had an orc team that was doing really good, and he had like six rerolls. He like loaded up with all these crazy rerolls. Uh, N- Nancy went 6-0, and actually, for the tournament. So she had a good weekend. She went 2-1 and one in sevens as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she had a she had a great weekend eight eight and one overall for her Blood Bowl weekend. Nice, um, but yeah, Jim goes, yeah, you got second, and I was like, oh, really? That's like, I was like, well, then we'll stick around. And I said, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want somebody who's getting an award not be there when they present it in front of everybody. Yeah, if we're trying to prove that like Blood Bowl is worthy of these bigger events and to be at these things, then you know I'll stick around. So we. Stayed around, we wasted some time, just hung out, looked on our phones, crap like that. Uh, Jennifer met some gal who was running, helps run the events for uh, Warhammer for GW. She's from Moore. Oh, wow, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but th- those two gals started talking. And huh. Jennifer, like, made this friend and come to find out she lives in Moore just like we do, and she used to like help set up events for like NBA stuff. and I mean, she doesn't care about any of the Warhammer stuff at all, really. <laughs> but she helps set up the events and stuff. She's so just that an was organizer. Yeah, she's like one of the hands that helps you know set up tables and gets people their badges huh. and this and that. Might be
0: a good person <clears throat> she, to know.
1: She's like, she's like, yeah. The difference between me and these other people is, is they'll turn around and go buy miniature stuff. She's like, I don't play any of the games, so I get to keep my money. <laughs> yeah, but it
0: seems. Oh. I don't know. I'll say it seems weird that she would drive up because we know you know what um they typically pay a volunteer, I guess? I don't. So It's not much. So it seems mm-hmm. like it'd be a long way to go for not much if you don't care about the event. But who knows?
1: Right. Um so other things I'd like to talk about real quick before the awards is that we there was a GW store there, obviously they set up, they sell selling product
0: all it for a regular the- price
1: all of it was regular price. And I know this sounds like a weird comment, but like I didn't expect these things to be like $10 below price. I didn't expect them to be like $5 below price.
0: Well, you kind but of I did. But I thought
1: they might be you know, 3 bucks or something, so you just go like I was going to buy this locally, but I just decided to go ahead and buy my army now. Yeah. Like, I I would figure
0: a 10% discount, buy it at the show, don't have to ship it.
1: It was just... Less
0: stuff they had to take back, but,
1: you know, Um, they want their dollar. I did get to pick up some of those trolls that have both of their feet on the ground. Um, I don't know what he's called, a train troll, or something like that. Anyways, it's not the one that's throwing the little goblin on one foot. So I got some of those, and I said I wanted to get some of those when we went up there, but... I guess I expected more Forge World stuff, and there might have been more Forge World stuff there on Friday. And since we weren't there, you know, yeah, maybe I missed out because, believe it or not, there was a lot of people buying Blood Bowl items that were not playing in our tournament. So they were they were there for Warhammer, but maybe they had a league back at home, so they yeah. you know picking up Warhammer stuff or maybe Blood Bowl stuff. Um, so I did get I did spend some money at the stores. Um, You know, we got our fields. Um, They started breaking down tables. They set up a bunch of chairs, and they started putting this backdrop up and this big, uh, like, projector screen thing for their their PowerPoint thing. Mm -hmm. And then they started going through the awards. And, um, uh, you know, they went, oh, on Friday night we had this event. And they present the awards, and they said, this is how it works. You're going to come up here. You can get your award. You're going to stop for a quick picture. And then you're going to walk back to the treasure chest and you have to the count of, I think he said seven or five, (laughs) um, to grab something and then go sit back there. (laughs) And he's like, there's just miscellaneous stuff in there. So when it comes time for Blood Bowl, it was cool to see my name up there, but they spelled it wrong. I decided to go with my real last name, not Prime. And of course, they did not spell it D E L S I G N E. They spelled it D E L S I O N E. So people wonder why I use a different name? Because <laughs> nobody can spell the real name right. Yeah. This goes back to freaking junior high signing up at track meets and stuff. They never could get my name right. So um, they finally did the Blood Bowl thing. So we got to, you know, they said, like, this is the first year we're doing Blood Bowl. turn. You know, tournaments here and let's call them all up. And so they called us all up. We took our pictures. You know, one at a time we went back to the treasure chest. The treasure chest, I wish I would have used like all five or seven seconds that I had because I didn't. The I was so panicked, like I just went, look for Blood Bowl stuff because that's all you care about. And I was like, uh Nurgle team cards, no. Oh, Forge World miniature. I'll take this one, and it was um, Skorg, the the troll guy from the Ice Troll Star Player. That's still awesome. That's so cool. yes. Yeah, so I ended up getting this super cool. super expensive. Yeah, I I got this cool trophy. I got um, that miniature and the pitch and, and the pitch. So I mean that was, uh, that
0: miniature and the pitch kind of pays off the the event for you
1: if you were to sell them. Correct. Um, yeah, we might talk about that later i think we're probably going to sell them if somebody really really needs them so um overall the event was fine it i'm trying to think of how i would grade it based on like if i went to two and two because going four, one and one you wow, look so at it just different yeah. right um day two there was some people well even day one there was like one guy there who refused to play even though he knew we had odd man numbers out and i even told him i'm gonna make fun of you on the podcast so i'm not gonna make a friend here if anybody hears this but like his buddy was like yeah we're trying to get him to play i was like dude did you already pay and he's like yeah i've already paid i just i don't feel like playing it's like you drove all the way here just play yeah. Just play so Jim doesn't have to play. And he goes, You're not gonna change my mind. My buddies didn't change my mind. I'm not playing. Which my brain just doesn't understand. Um, <clears throat> so we had that, and then day two we had quite a few people drop. Um, but it felt it felt like a mechanical magic event because there wasn't extra awards like best defense, um you know whatever else those other awards we have in Blood Bowl, which yeah,
0: stunty let's, anything.
1: Yeah, let's be realistic. Really, we probably give away way too many awards. Yeah. But part of the reasoning is is to encourage everybody to keep playing, and while it's a tournament, it also has kind of like almost like a a one day league feel. You know, like so at the end of an NFL season, you have all these player awards. Well, we're doing the same thing. At a Blood Bowl tournament. And the next, on Sunday, I think we only had 22, 24 people playing because some people went out and drank because they, you know, they had a bad first day. Yeah. And then they were just like, eh, screw it. I don't even feel like playing today. So I'm just not going to. And that kind of puts a little killer on it. I know that happens at Chaos Cup too, but I think having some of those awards would have helped keep people around, maybe. But at the same time, G. W doesn't care about those awards. So I got to really see firsthand the night and day difference between probably what a, not a cutthroat scene, a serious tournament scene is like versus a casual community ran Blood Bowls uh, event where there's 20 people and 10 awards go out. So it was just different. It was very different and it almost made me think of like, maybe we shouldn't give so many awards no, Even though, uh, I mean,
0: look, people love awards. And
1: I'll just put
0: myself out there exi- again. I still go to Chaos Cup and still never win anything. And trust me, I don't care what freaking award I get, I will be happy to win it. Like, anything at this point, I will take it.
1: Happily. Well, Please. I left, I, I really left the event thinking, like, maybe we should just, like... Sorry, you get the buy round, you get an automatic win, and move on. No, but God no. It's not. It's just also not that fun. So, looking at Jim ran the event, fine. It was a very, to me, a very meat and potatoes event. Yeah, um, Jim gave us uh, a patch that he paid for with his own money. I really wish that, and GW's not going to do this because they don't care, and they don't. To me, they don't have a super pulse on what the tournament scenes are like, ran by the community. I would have loved, instead of getting fields, even, let's put it this way, getting the fields that we got were cool, but once you started to play on them, you realize, like, you can't read them very well. They're just (laughs) the wrong size. it's, It's the same thing that we already purchased on our cardboard field. There's nothing really special. It's actually more bulky. If you would have told me everybody got a random pack of block dice and... Uh, you know just a team dice set and those are the dice you have to use all tournament yeah i think i would have loved that just because you know you always have to gotta play with tournament dice i'm a weird superstitious guy on that it would have been actually cool if gw would have let jim make up some dice for the event yeah for sure. Said, you know the kansas city carnage and stuff like that but i know gw doesn't think that way and they don't have to because they don't have to they're not <laughs> they gw don't they don't have, st- don't
0: have to promote it you know they don't yeah, have they, to make sure people they don't enjoy to, it.
1: They don't have to swoon us to get us to come play because they're like, no, we're GW. You want to come play here because we're GW.
0: They're the super hot chick. You yes, know, they don't have to put any effort into being interesting or <laughs> fun or you know whatever. It's just yeah, they're, they're super they don't need do the
1: extra stuff. Yeah, well, your local comic store or game shop—they're giving know, up they're... anal
0: every single time.
1: <laughs> well. Okay, you said it, so I didn't have to. So, I yes. knew where
0: you were going. Come on. <laughs> Everybody knew.
1: Uh, the The trophies were really cool, though. They were... <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this. It's <laughs> my second favorite trophy that I own. Okay. My second favorite trophy. My first one is still the Matador Melee guy. I love those trophies so yeah, much. It's are ridiculous. Awesome. Um, but it is... I was super happy to get it. Now, I was really wanted first once we got to day two, but that just didn't happen. So I was really happy to be one of four guys to get a, tur- a tournament trophy there. It was really neat. Um, I think it was Dave Burroughs got most casualties. He had cast Dwarves. And then um, uh, Charlie Sparrow, the guy who had the Scaven team, he got most touchdowns. So that's mm-hmm. how the awards trickled out for that. It was cool to go in front of everybody and have everybody clap, and I was shocked how many people were there at like five thirty-six to do the award ceremony. I mean, it's good. Um, let's see, <clears throat> what else? We left the event. We got some Arby's because we're really cool. <laughs> we I don't got care Arby's what from maybe. The-
0: Arby's is awesome.
1: Mm. We went to a ghetto Arby's for sure. They, I don't think those people would have called 911 if we were on fire or breathing because they didn't give a shit about us. But we got our food eventually. And we went back to the Airbnb. We just kind of vegged out. We ended up, you'd be proud of me. I watched like two movies of Mystery Science, three thousand whatever, Mystery Science Theater, 3000. Yeah. And then went to bed. Well, that's cool. And got up and traveled back. And because I didn't spend... Too much money, I stopped at the Hall of Heroes place in Wichita again because they had some awesome, those bigger G.I. Joe figures that they're releasing, Yeah, classified series. I really don't want to get into those, but like the little kid in me do, and they had Tomax and Zaymont, the the Crimson Twins, and they also had a bat that I've been, I have been trying to track down that bat figure, but I didn't want to pay like $40 and stuff for it. They had those. I went ahead and bought all of those on the way back because I didn't spend all my money. And that is the Kansas City trip in a nutshell. That's cool. I mean, it sounds like fun. Jim did fine. I just wish Jim got to be Jim. Yeah. And just let him run his event like he wanted to. I think...
0: I guarantee he does too.
1: I know he does. I just wish GW would have trusted a Blood Bowl guy that they've already hired to be, they, you know, I wish they would have just said, we realize Blood Bowl a little different. We're going to let you have your flair. And then afterwards we'll judge if we want to continue to let you have your flair or mm-hmm. not. So, but that, again, that didn't happen. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, it sounds like a fun event. I, I mean the round length, the, uh, there's a lot of the things. Ra- g oh, GW is oh, just uh, weird with.
1: <clears throat> I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, the, They did change the schedule. Originally, it was going to be one round, lunch, three rounds. Jim finally got his way and did two rounds, lunch, two rounds. So good, glad that they adapted that. Um, The round length was two hours and 30 minutes, I guess, because they thought there might be some new people there. And what I learned at these events with two hours and 30 minutes is, is no matter if you have two hours or if you have two hours and 30 minutes, a lot of the same people are going to go to time in either one of those events because they know they can take yes. longer. Yes. <clears throat> and the people who are going to finish in either one of those time periods is still going to finish because they will hurry up with their turns to try to get done with this stuff. So
0: I will always say that I think the way we do it's the best because that's why we do it. 2.15 for the first round, give or take a few minutes, let people set up. Then two minute, two hours after that to... Give them like a sense of okay, this is two hours 15. You should have already been done. Now we're doing two hours. This is your proper length.
1: Get it done. Correct. Correct. Yes, I I agree. I mean, we're biased because we, of course, we run events, but uh, I I am going to be glad not to play Old World Alliance for a while. So um, (laughs) I, I got them off the list. I've never played all the races and I don't have to play them for a while.
0: Good, well, congratulations, and um, I mean,
1: they're beautifully painted, so I should want to play them all the time. But yeah, I but <clears> did like I did like this build better because I didn't mess with those dwarf linemen who are terrible, because those guys all they do is <laughs> just suck down re rolls. So. Uh,
0: yeah. But so speaking up. of, I mean, we might as well get to the Nuffleween where, I mean, I played OWA, so.
1: I know, but shouldn't we take a break first? Yeah, of and course. And then come back.
0: Yep. Okay, we'll take a break.
1: And it's time for the end of the show. It's the shout-outs. Uh, shout-outs. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not crazy. We said we were going to come back and talk about a, a another tournament segment of Nuffleween, but the here's where we're going to yank the curtain back back folks and um (laughs) um, it's we recorded the first half of the podcast many many days ago and since then a lot of days um, activity has happened for you know steve and myself and um we'll maybe explain more of that in the future and we might not so we're we're gonna jump right into shout outs um
0: life man we'll get to it though (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I will just say this. Um, I have a family member who's uh, suffering from some mental health, and we've got them to the proper place and facilities to hopefully help them, and that's really all I want to talk about it on here. Um, but that's why we're not – we will yeah. get to Nuffin I promise you we'll do that in January. And my stuff
0: um, I will be more than happy to go into
1: next time. But there is a, a lot of uh, <laughs> private <laughs> changes and things going on that sometimes you're, as you guys know, sometimes we're just uh, out of control of some things and we're reminded of that by life. And um, So if you're are here kind
0: of- because you think that we are your friends, and honestly, we <laughs> are, then you're going to enjoy hearing us rant about life shortly and <laughs> the good and the bad and, you know, knowing what you're right. thankful for. But as of right now, we got other stuff to handle.
1: So, yeah, so we're, we're skipping that segment. I'm sorry about that. We will get to it in January. We plan on doing the Downey Awards in January as well, where we talk about the previous year's tournaments and events mm-hmm. and all the fun things that we've enjoyed. And I don't know. I have a theory that we're going to, by the time the next podcast does come out, um, that we also might have information on, like, the next team and stuff, which hmm. everybody lately, every time I get online, it seems like people are talking about how, like, vampires are for sure the next team and all this. So stuff, I mentioned
0: so. the fact that we got something super secret that GW hasn't even told us about. Right. And I don't know if Scott's had a chance to look at it. I'm guessing not. I have not with... Which is fine, with, well, obviously. Life has gone. Uh-huh. However, there is a slight, very slight... Hint at vampires in there, okay.
1: so I'm just well, going to put that, that out there. You're not supposed to be talking about it, bro. I so like, I,
0: I'm not. I'm not saying what it is. And again, like it's okay. it could just be me interpreting things differently. But okay. in my head, uh, that's what you it said is. Enough. Drop yep. it. <laughs>
1: um, we also talked at the beginning when we you know made the Christmas joke of tournaments past, present, future, and all that stuff. Um, I'm in the process, and it was. Gonna start this week the process of getting a NAF tournament um approved and a rule set made up for hopefully what is gonna be the beginning of February. Um we I have a coworker who um doesn't play Blood Bowl whatsoever, and actually he kind of teases me. As a, a good co-worker would, like, teases me about my nerd stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. But we get we get a long grade at work. So, it's like, he's like a work brother, like me and you teasing each other. Of course. And um, him and his wife, for many, 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 many years, tried to have a baby. Went to the doctor and see what, if, you know, whatever could get worked out to help him. And they were blessed that they got to adopt a baby. Uh, back in I so think the, it was February,
0: they essentially was like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." Let's go ahead and adopt a kid. Right. They were able to find they to had an one.
1: opportunity, so they had to like come up with a bunch of you know money and lawyers and all that stuff like really quick because it just kind of got dropped in their lap and they adopted. And it wasn't really. I don't even know if it was like a full two weeks after they adopted that they found out his wife was pregnant. <laughs> so. Um, that's, you know, that's
0: rough when you can, you know, when you're planning on one and adoption's not cheap, like rough, we're right. not going to get into politics, but if you think people can just adopt kids easy, it's not true.
1: So <laughs> this, this man, since they knew the baby was coming has, has, and still is working my job with me mm-hmm. during the day and gets off at three thirty, and then at like, Four thirty, five o'clock every day from monday through friday he goes in and works as a pizza delivery driver at domino's to make extra money and i guess at the domino's that he works at they give out like a free meal every night so it helps actually with some groceries you know he can get yeah. some pasta home he can take a pizza home or whatever and frankly as everybody knows being a parent if you've been a parent you know how exhausting it is Mm -hmm. and working two jobs and being a parent is even more exhausting so uh yeah and i told steve i was like you know we haven't had a critter bowl in a long time which is usually the events held for some kind of gaming nerd to just like we're gonna have awards but they're all gonna be on certificates and Mm -hmm. then you know people are gonna pay and we're gonna donate whatever money we get to the family because you know Diapers, formula. I mean, he's. I guess there's still formula shortages shortages out I don't there. Don't think
0: so. Uh, because he I haven't well had a look into it. So uh,
1: I I know so because this week he texted everybody he knew and said, "This is our formula. If you oh, can geez. find some, buy it all up. <laughs> buy as much as you can that you can afford, and we'll pay you back." Because we're <sighs> this is I guess the certain kind that doesn't upset his kid. Yeah. That. Anyways, he's working very hard. <laughs> um and I feel like maybe it's time to just throw a critter bowl for him in honor of him and his family. And absolutely, we can, do, we can do some good and have a good excuse to play some blood bowl. So I haven't, um, hopefully by the next podcast, I can talk more about that. But that was the tournament of future, the date I was gonna try. I think, um, Jason Campbell down in uh, the tech, uh, Dallas area mm-hmm. is doing his Chainsaw Massacre event, which so, is also um, a charity try- event yeah so i'm probably gonna shoot for like two to three weeks after that um again there's been a lot of distractions on your end and yeah this uh since we last recorded there's been a lot of distractions on my end so that's kind of just where we are with the status of everything also let you know
0: i haven't told scott this but most likely for that like if we want to try to raise more money we can make some baby related both down dice like baby down Um, or something maybe so and just you know Try to raise some money for them.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to make some credible dice anyway. Yeah, we could do like that. Just some sure. generic, like pink and generic blue or something like that. That's a great idea. But in um, that way, they kind of be evergreen for mm-hmm. future events or hell, even past yeah. events. Like if you really needed them and you've yeah, made it in the past. It that'd doesn't be cool. need to
0: be you know tied to the event because we do these on the super cheap so that we can raise as much money as possible. Yeah, I mean.
1: I know this is shout outs, but we can kind of turn this kind of into (laughs) a, in case you are listening for the first time, or maybe this is your first year and you haven't heard of Critter Bowl. It started as like a man shower, a baby shower for guys and other places, you know, wanted to borrow it. Uh, I know Brian Mitchell ran one for his brother Mm -hmm. and he, he took the, the general sense of the rules and modified it slightly. So there was. You know, not every Critter Bowl has been ran in the state of Oklahoma. Uh, Not too long ago, Chris Hamm ran one for uh, Grant up in Canada, our buddy Spoon. And so this thing has traveled around. And to be honest, I'm going to have to kind of look up the numbers and see if this is like Critter Bowl 8 or Critter Bowl 9. We should (laughs) let
0: this go to the community and let people do it. And then, you know, if they want, we can help with the awards because we do certificates. We can just throw up. Do like a quick website, put up award things and then download? Who knows?
1: Hold on. Hold on there, buddy. Because a lot of times I craft those and I don't want to be making awards for everybody. Well, no, you make a
0: generic one that everyone can use.
1: I got you. Yeah. And the the event basically is is, um, we play with different balls. Now, I know GW over the years have (laughs) made different balls that you can play with, you know, all these things. But the rules that we kind of had were very simple. Yeah. And in some ways... I feel like GW. I I know they probably didn't look at our stuff, but no. at the same time, there's a few connections where you go, did they? Because <laughs> this just feels like something close to what we did before. But mm-hmm. anyways, so if you're looking for like Oklahoma Bowl, it's most likely gonna move to the summer because that's know. what Steve really wants. Even though Scott's not so for sure on that, but you know, I had we're gonna probably give it a shot.
0: We haven't had and- a we haven't had a discussion. I had got a convincing argument not to move it yesterday.
1: Oh really? I I got. I've been having people message me how their that would work better for their families. So <laughs> well, I've been I, told
0: I like people have been moving tournaments around because they expected it to be in March.
1: Either way, we'll have to discuss it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah either way, it doesn't matter. We don't normally have an event in February, late no. January, but there will be a smaller ran tournament. I'm even. I'm not really sold on using the World Cup rules, but at the same time, I might be able to... For that? I might be able to be, get strong-armed into like using builds for World Cup for you people who are around the area that huh. can come and practice, but we're still going to do silly balls, you know, like yeah. the Griffin ball that you get a plus one to pass and the Nurgling ball and the baby dragon egg mm. and stuff like that. So that will still happen, and okay. I really don't know if I can do it, NAF sanctioned, but... I'm telling you folks, if I can do it going forward and um, teams of legends are going to go away from our tournaments, at least the ones I'm in control of, because, but I'm not disagreeing. We'll we'll save that discussion for another day. Um, It is the holiday season, (laughs) so I'm rambling and rambling because of probably all the crazy craziness in my life. But uh, I wanted to tell everybody, thank you for listening all this year the holiday season try to get out there and enjoy your mm-hmm. families and friends or the friends that feel like your family more like your family my friends are closer
0: already- than most of my family so
1: exactly and um take take those extra pictures who cares if you're stuffing pie in your face um yeah as steve knows we've we've lost a lot of people and myself included family members and um friends and stuff of the, like
0: i i've of- probably mentioned this before but like going through family photos when i was a kid the year my mom passed away is the year that we no longer have photos of Christmas. Like at all, wow. you know, mom that's took crazy. photos of everything. But then after that, I mean, we kind of just don't care, but you will at some point.
1: For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, like this year, you know, I've probably talked, talked about in the past about how busy my Christmas day usually is. Cause we go out to my grandmother's mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas breakfast and, she's not with us this year and yeah. because of covid i got robbed out of the last couple of years and um you know even last year we were set to all, all the family go out and christmas carol mm-hmm. for her so she could watch from her porch but she got covid and was immobile and stuff like that so i feel a little robbed in some ways but at the same time blessed that you know we had the years so i'm just reminding you don't be grumpy don't get mad Christmas is not about the gifts; it's about the friends and family and fellowship and and hey, food. I mean, yeah, don't going out to my my, going out to my aunts is one of my favorite Christmas things, and all we do is eat and hang out.
0: Like truthfully, I don't take for granted the food because Thanksgiving was a bust here, you know. Wow! So I'm more than excited to partake in real food again.
1: Well, I told you you're invited. I know. If you want, if you can make it out. So, yep. anyways, do you have anything else to say, Steve? Any like um, Christmas witches, maybe from oh. GW? You want <laughs> vampires to be next?
0: I do want vampires to be next. I want a, I want a box set of vampires and you know uh, chaos dwarves and just knock it out. Do some high elves. Just do team of legend. Just get them all done. But realistically, no. Um, I am hopeful for my future. Uh, We'll go into that more next episode. Um, We have some shout-outs, just real quick. Las Vegas Open is happening in the end of January. You can find that online, easy enough. Uh, FrontlineGaming.org is where you can go. There's now space for 140 people, so there's still plenty of room. Yeah, he got some big donation from a Spanish company, and they're sending over the Spanish World Cup team. Nice. It's weird. It's cool. But, if you go, expect to get beat by Spanish people, and hopefully it's not the drunk guy who's going to flash you. Or, hopefully (laughs) it
1: is. if you like that, (laughs) hopefully it is.
0: Um, Shout out to Cal, Cali, whatever his name is, for the, you know, STL, for the Dungeon Bowl thing. Correct. Darren Pretty has sent in a couple of emails with some good suggestions on stuff. Um, It's it's innumerable. The amount of people who contact us and, you know, wish us best wishes and, you know, keep track of our lives and everything. So, like, trust us. During our rough times, you guys being there helps a ton. And hopefully we're the same. Correct. But, yeah, I don't want to string this out too much. I know, you know, we're both (laughs) tired. We got stuff going on.
1: uh, Yeah, I'm I'm exhausted. So. Kind of up to you. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap this up. Y'all have a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, you know whatever it is to be politically correct. There, (laughs) just uh, enjoy your time, love the people who love love you, and just recognize, give them hugs, all that stuff, even if they don't like them. Don't take anything, but give them hugs.
0: No, I I do. I've, I've, honestly, truthfully, you have helped me grow into accepting hugs because it was not a growing up we didn't show a ton of emotion physically and I've never been you know in a group of friends that did that but with you and people you knew and then you know just now you know do it for people I know at tournaments and stuff so that does help I
1: I remember when our buddy Brian passed away Mm -hmm. Um, I was somewhere with Alan and I don't know I don't know if it was at the funeral or before the funeral or after and I said, "Are you okay?" And of course, he man said, "Like, yeah, I'll be all right." And then I th- either I offered him a hug, or if I just said, "Come here and give me a hug." Yeah. And after after that was done, he said, "He said you're the only guy that's you know wanted to like give me a hug <laughs> through this or something yeah. like that, So something to that effect." And uh, you know,
0: people are raised differently. You know,
1: I know I know they are. The and human contact
0: um, is a big deal, and you don't think about it,
1: right? And I don't know, we're getting off on a tangent here. Yeah, whatever. I, I remember my father, you know, I've probably said it a million times on here, how my father grew up without ever hearing his father say he loved him, even mm-hmm. though he knew by his actions he did. And, you know, I give, sometimes my dad's an old white guy, but um, also he did what he could to change that and make sure we loved, yeah. we knew that he loved us. And I try to do that with my kids all the time. Sometimes it, they hear me and, they know it and sometimes they hear me and <laughs> think i'm just blowing smoke up them but um ultimately they you know, always know it be, it doesn't matter be the be the change folks yeah. be the change like my and dad everybody-
0: my dad when he grew up he was an only child and his dad was a piece of shit just like straight up so he got he joined the military as soon as he could and got out of there completely different person like you'd never realize the two were related Huh. And even when I took care of grandpa the last year and a half of his life just an utter horrible person.
1: Yeah, I remember you telling me stories about that. So <laughs> let's not end on that note.
0: Yeah, but that being said um there's more goodness in life than there is badness. It may take a for while sure. for you to find it. Um but put yourself first. Make sure you're protected. For sure. And so. if you need help reach out. We are random people on the internet, but trust us, people have reached out and we've reached out to people when we needed it too. So it's a community.
1: It takes a village, folks. All of us need it. So, mm-hmm. anyways, everybody have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Be safe because I'm really tired of going to funerals. So, everybody be safe and yep. responsible. And if you're going to get stinking drunk, just do that at home on New Year's Eve instead of driving around. So, and, anyways, we.
0: Um, not to end on a sour note. If you are experiencing any mental health issues, please do reach out to someone, For family, sure. us, anyone. Does not matter.
1: For uh, sure.
0: And just make like you said, make sure you're protected and safe. But all we right, will guys. be back, and whole interesting chapter of the future will be coming up shortly.
1: <laughs> we love you all. Scott does we'll at see least. See you in twenty twenty three. Jeez, we're getting old. Okay, see you guys. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at
0: Real Scott Prime and Steve at Kilowog 2814. If you'd like to email them, the email address is BothDownPodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at BothDown.com or at Facebook.com forward slash BothDown.
2: I think it's kind of uh, hot to be wearing these scarves in here. Oh, yeah. well, the scarves are much You can't go caroling without a scarf Catch your death Man, you were like one of those kids I remember in uh, high school That used to sell the most candy bars <laughs> for the marching band you Yeah, and you'd be yeah. president of the swing yeah, choir, too definitely. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Joe Robinson Thanks, Tom Servo <laughs> What a kiss up this guy uh, Okay, now, if you'll all look at your sheet music uh, We can rehearse my new song you wrote a Christmas song? Hey, there's no tradition like a new tradition. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Based on my favorite movie, Roadhouse. Come on, what the heck does Patrick Swayze have to do with Christmas? Hey, you keep Christmas in your way and let me keep it in mine, okay?
0: jeez. Oh, ah, come
2: on, sir. It seems like a nice enough sentiment. We can give it a shot. Come <laughs> All on. All right, okay, okay. Uh, 12 8 time, uh-huh. key of A flat major. Cambod, oh, uh, shoot him the tune. Uh, okay, you'll just have to stay with me, everybody, okay? Uh, your parts are written out. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas by Crow T-Robot. Paul, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas? Christmas. Right. Mm. Hit it, cambot. Oh, oh, I start. I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, pick it up.
0: Open up your heart and let the Patrick Swayze Christmas
2: in. We'll gather at the roadhouse with our next of kin. Not bad. And Santa can be our regular Saturday night thing. We'll
0: decorate a barstool and gather round and sing. Oh, let's have a
2: Patrick Swayze Christmas this year. Or we'll tear your throat out and kick oh, you God. in the air. Oh, hold it, hold s- it, Stop th- it, uh, Crow! I don't know if I think this is an appropriate sentiment anymore mm-hmm. for Christmas. Hey, mm-hmm. what? Like a good action sequence don't belong at Christmas? Well, well no. It's just that I've never heard of an action sequence in a Christmas carol before. Well, yeah. Well, then grab hold of your socks and read on, Joe Robinson. Okay. okay. Pick it up from measure <clears throat> twenty, Camba. <clears throat> <clears throat> Lovely intro, though. Very tasteful. Thank you. <clears throat> It's Y way or the highway this Christmas at my bar. I'll have to smash your kneecaps if you bastards touch my car. I got the word that Santa has been stealing from the till. I think that that right jolly old elf better make out his will. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas, one and all. And this can be
0: the haziest,
2: this can be the laziest, This can be the sway yes, Christmas all ah, la, 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 la. Oh, oh. How long uh, before it becomes a standard? I think you gotta come with me. Come on. Ah! We'll be right back. Save a leg for me. <laughs>